the fact of the matter is is mentally um, is the hardest w thing to do when you prepare for this because it's the unknown. I'm in the wilderness. It's raining. We're socked in. Oh, if it's going to be like this tomorrow, um, I, I'm not going to make this sheep hunt. In my mind, what you have to do is you have to prepare yourself that you just got to change your mindset and lock in on, dude, I'm loving this moment. From Montana to Mexico, Texas to Tajikistan, Alaska to Asia, Colorado to Canada, Rolling Bones Outdoors presents Hunt the World. Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Are you ready? Let's hunt the world. Welcome to this week's episode of Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors. Thanks for joining us today, and we are happy to have you. Welcome to our Bone Cave as well. I always like to give an announcement if anything's new in the Bone Cave, and I try not to... Uh, like you know make crap up but did you bring anything new in did you bring anything new since you walked out no nope. i so brought i brought a clean uh, shaver for uh is that what they're called shaver 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 shavers 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 because we did a shavers shooting school and yeah yeah we had a lot of extra um our shooting academies have, we've had an amazing year of them, and to all those people that have came to them, thank you for supporting us. Thank you for supporting the great outdoors. Thank you for wanting to get better at shooting. It's one of those things that we talk about all the time that people um, uh, you know, can do and do more of to get better, and that's shooting. And even if it's just a twenty-two, and you pick a really small target in your backyard and you practice that trigger pull – and that muscle memory and embedding it in your brain that you harvested that little steel plate you're shooting, I think it goes a long ways in the field. The other thing I would say, today's podcast isn't about this, but you just made me think of that. Um, I used to have my kids uh, lay down, sit down, or use a fence post or a tree, and I would throw soda cans and pop bottles everywhere out as far as I could get them and put rocks in them. And then I would sit there and have them take that cricket, and I'd tell them you have to lay down prone, you have to sit, or you have to go find a, uh, something to lean up against and shoot and find out how many you can shoot in a row from that position. I think that that's probably one of the things that creates a really good hunter is being able to get on his target fast and um, build his approach to that shot. So I'd be working on that right now since we are talking about the Yukon on this podcast. Now, I can't believe how fast the summer has gone. Isn't oh, that crazy? It's nuts. You know, one of the cool things about hunting in the Yukon this year. We're in the Yukon? Is we're in the Yukon and we're not going to see very many motorcycles up there. <laughs> That's right. The end of summer comes. It's always Sturgis in uh, right. our part of the country. Yes, that's there right. are motorcycles everywhere already, and it's July. Yeah, that's true. They're all over. Wow. Yeah. So, Brian, you're going to go hunting in the Yukon. Are you going to take anybody super cool with you? Nope. Oh, wait, yeah, actually, that's not true. <laughs> nope. David nope. T. Williams is coming. Uh, my uh, friend David Williams, he's super cool. Um, and, uh, 
Uh, but other than that, I'm taking nobody. Cool you know what? I happen you. to be going up there too this year. You said somebody's super cool. Oh, I, I, I wasn't uh, talking about. You. Oh, <laughs> did you want to go? No, together? I wasn't talking. You asked the question. <laughs> you can't even back yourself out of that one. You asked the question by taking somebody super cool. David T. Williams is going with, but uh, but I guess you're going to tag along. Oh, that's right. You're my cameraman, aren't you? <laughs> uh, you get it. Uh, you guys are going for Fannin, is that right? Fannin sheep, doll sheep, Fannin doll sheep. sheep. You know, um, giant five rams standing in a band. A good Fannin, a giant doll. Boom. Oh, wow. I shoot the giant yeah. doll. Yeah. Well, That's because I have a stone. Yeah. However... Five sheep standing in a band, two of them par, size-wise on horns, and one has a ghost uh, uh, gray saddle on it. Boom, he gets shot. Um, uh, God willing, um, that that's that's in my mind my decision-making process so far. Um, that's interesting. But, but I've got it already because because yeah, I go you in already thought I, about it. Right, I have a plan. Yeah. Because if you don't, you get there. And then what happens is you're that window licker or that uh, um, uh, not knowing Nancy that your guide wants to kill. Because he gets you on a ram and you're like, eh, what? Ha- have something in mind, something ready. You know what I'm saying? That would be my, uh, my thought process. Yeah. So yep. anyway, what's yours, Brad? I am taking a super cool guy, Brad. I'm taking you. I, we're, going to, we're going to the Yukon next week. Are you excited about it? I am really excited. I'm <laughs> really, really excited. Um, I, need, I, I want to shoot a fan. And, you know, I, I probably would pass up. Are you going to full body mount it? I will, yeah, especially if it's a dark fan. Yeah, if if it's uh, if it's, you know if it's a fan and with so hunter, you're saying you're not going to full body mount a doll. If I if if I end up shooting a doll, it's because it's a giant doll and I lose my mind and I do one of those Brad maneuvers where I get caught up in the moment and boom done. <laughs> I I don't know. I mean I I I I would really like to shoot a fan and I'd like I it would I I'm in my mind the way I've. Uh, forecasted it i'm shooting a, an 11 year old dark fan and sheep i mean that's what i'm and i'm i've already kind of played it out in my mind it's uh it's, it's laying bedded beneath me at about 212 yards and oh and you shoot it and i bed. shoot it and it doesn't even step i mean that i, I mean I, yeah. so i don't know i don't know what's going to happen um this like, is a, a new area for you guys yeah so, so I'd like I'd li- yeah. I would like to have a full body. I really really enjoy my my full body bighorn. And uh, well, it doesn't matter what I'm shooting. I'm full body mounting it. I'll just put it that way. Um, and uh, so I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. But I do have my. You know what? You got a strategy. You got something conjured up in your mind that you want to have happen. Now you go play the game out. Yeah. It's I, not. It's not going to happen the way I envision it. I don't know why I envision it that way. No. But it's a starting point, something. So the, the, the funny thing about the Yukon is is that what we're finding out is is that uh, or what we have found out is that it's harder to get to the Yukon than it is to get to Alaska. Oh gosh. For us. I was gonna ask about that. So we fly from Rapid City um and to Minnesota and then Minneapolis St. Paul, MSP airport. 
Then we fly from Rapid to MSP to Calgary or Calgary, depending on where you're from. And then the next day we fly to and we it was interesting the way we booked this. We because I was like fighting and the outfitter said, hey, or here's what you got to do. But now I will tell you this. This is why you want to use a company like ours because we have the qualified uh, yeah. process to help you go through so you don't get lost. But we're stopping in Whitehorse for like an hour drop-off and pickup, and then we're heading to Dawson. And so I haven't had to do that since I first moved out to South Dakota um, 18 years ago. They used to have this stupid little flight that would uh, um, land up here in what's north of Mitchell? What's the bigger town north of Mitchell? Um, the bigger town north of Mitchell. Yeah. Not Mitchell's. Uh, Bridge, is it? No, Mitchell's the biggest town by that. You got. Watertown? If you go. Wa- I think it was that's, Watertown. That's north of Brookings, yeah. Watertown. North of, north of Brookings? Yeah. Um, let me look at the map here and make sure I'm right. Maybe I just. But anyway, so then they used to stop, drop people off, and then fly the rest of the way in here. So, um, yeah, it, Aberdeen. Oh, okay. So we would stop in Aberdeen and land and drop people off. Anyway, it's irrelevant, but that's what type of flight this is. And then we're getting into Dawson on that day, same day. On the way out, we leave from Dawson to um, uh, Whitehorse, and then we have an overnight in Whitehorse, which I have to make a note because I got to get a hotel room in Whitehorse um, that night. Um, uh, so excuse me while I do that. <laughs> um, but anyway, there I got it. Um, so, uh, so then on the way home, so there's some logistics to this that's not like you know uh, flying to right. Anchorage, jumping on a Regal Air the next morning, flying out in the bush and saying, "I'll see you in 11 days." Pat your pony on the rump well, and send him back to the state. It's even easier to Tajikistan. <laughs> yeah, it, it wow. is. It's mean, saying something. It's like, are yeah. you kidding me? Man? Yeah. So, because on the way home, it's literally a three-day ratchet yeah. to get home. We leave, we go there, and then the next day we get to Calgary, and then the next, because we can't even fly yeah. all the way through that day. Yeah. And so, it's just kind of a, um, it, it's a tough one as far as travel goes. However, we're excited about the hunting because we have grizzly bear, we have caribou, yep. and we have doll sheep or fanning sheep tags in our pocket, sheep tags. And so we're pretty excited about it. So you have all four? We have three. Three, three, three. I mean three. Yeah, Yeah. it's a sheep sheep tag. Yeah, we have have all three. um, And, you know, they they have moose, doll sheep, stone fannin sheep, barren ground caribou, mountain caribou, mountain goat, grizzly bear, black bear, wood uh, bison, wolf, and wolverine for big game hunting in the Yukon. It's a lot. So, you know, it, it has a tremendous amount of natural resources or resources, depending on if you're a Canadian, um, and we're excited to get there. So um, we booked this hunt three years ago over COVID, and right. now we get to go manifest its, uh, its own destiny and go up there. Yeah. So, so anyway, I thought we should talk today a little bit about um, preparation, what we're excited about. And then what we're taking, because um, I've made some changes this year. Um, I've been waiting for a pack that they told me they were going to send me um, a prototype pack. It didn't come. 
Yeah, okay? I, I grabbed so I grabbed two packs last night of, and I'm trying to figure out which one I'm taking. So I'm taking. <laughs> so there's just no. Um, I'm taking my Mystery Ranch Metcalf. Um, no question. That's that's my go-to. Um, I have it. I know what it is, and I'm ready to go hunting with it. Make sense? So, um, what pack? You don't know what pack you're using yet. Oh, well, that's one of the two that are sitting out. Okay, so so my first, I'll go through my process. You go through yours. Okay. I think the listeners would like that. So, first thing I've done is I have my pack, um, uh, and I'm packing tomorrow. I'm going to be all packed for the trip by the, tomorrow night when my head hits the pillow. I will be wow. packed for the Yukon trip. So um, I'm taking um, my Metcalf, okay? I'm taking my X-Bed, um, X-Pad, X-Bed Pad. I'm taking the one with the down in it, okay? Um, my orange. And I was going to take my C to Summit, uh, but I'm not. Um, and the reason I'm not is because I like the – I blew them both up. Uh, three days ago, and they both hold a plenty of air, and they're doing really good. But one's this thick, and one blows up this thick. I'm a taking the thicker, thicker one. Yeah. Um, for me personally, um, with my shoulders, um, I'm taking my um, 20 degree down bag. Okay, um, my climate down bag, my 20 degree climate down bag, and I thought about taking the new Alps Mountaineering down because that thing weighs nothing um but the shoulder is not as big if i have to zip up but usually this time of year i just use it as a quilt i put my feet in it and it's just like a blanket you know over me so i, I never get in it you know what i'm saying yep. so um even if it gets down to 25 30 degrees I don't didn't we it. have those in here just the other day yeah we have we have them in here yeah yeah oh you mean in this room yeah, I thought I thought we had it. Then then moved out there on the floor. Oh, yeah, yeah, there was some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yep, hundred percent. I, lo- I looked at those. Yeah, those are. So I got my very pack. light, very light. That right. was a month ago when you were in here, bleep. I know. Well, yeah. it was probably yeah because you've been ago. out, you've been out and around and finding <laughs> out for a month. I think it was two months ago when they were here. Um. So so that's the second thing I did. Okay, that I got ready. I'm taking that. Um. I'm going with my Kenetrek Mountain Extreme 400s. Um, I have them ready. Um, I just You're bringing put, 400s. I, I am. I'm bringing 400s. I just put – because, one, I don't have the non-insulated um, other than in the uh, um, hard scrabble, and I want the extra four inches of height for crossing rivers. Oh. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, for water. And what's the terrain like a little bit? So it's mountain. Yep. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's above alpine hunting. Okay. Um, so it's yep. mountain wilderness hunting. Um, so I'm taking my 400 Kenetrek. Um, and, uh, I'm ready to go with those. Um, I'm changing up. I've been doing five miles a day. Um, and I'm doing different on socks. I am 100% doing the Kenetrek socks. And for the last six years, you guys know five years for the last three years of this podcast, I've been telling you, I've been doing P-A-K-A, P-A-A-K-A. Um, Brad bought the wrong ones a couple times from a different company, but the, you got they're, PAKs. They're essentially the same. Mm, the cheaper ones to me, the PAKs have a they have they they have more memory. Does that make sense? Their integrity stays in shape. Well, these Kenetrek socks, they yeah, that's what I'm that's saying. That's what I have on today. Yeah, pack the PAKA. Pack 
Um, but there's another one out there. P-A-C-A. Yeah, that, that aren't the same. That's why I always qualify because I've told people to go get them before PACAs, and the, it's the P-A-K-A. Um, I don't like their upsell on their website because it seems like you, they trick you into getting always something extra. So if you get them when you check out, make sure you uncheck the um, add this on because it's really uh, – it's Tom Trickery. It pisses me off. Yeah. Anyway, my point is that I'm doing the I'm, – I'm changing socks. Uh, and I know this sounds gross, but I wore – the last three weeks, I wore one pair of socks all week. Now, this week I wore Packers all week. Um, but the, the Kenetrek socks, I wore them the entire week. What I found is they don't pill up. They, the the – uh, um, the integrity of them is a little bit better. The alpaca starts pilling after two, three days in my boot um, and rolling up, and so which causes hot spots and blisters for me. So I'm doing those for socks. So I have my pack. I have my boots, um, my puffy system. I'm rolling with uh, what I have in the past, my rain system. I'm using the Paramount and um, my gator system. I'm using what I have in the past um, and – I am shooting a six creed more um, or a six creed, six five creed more. I might take my wife's rifle. She got a new rifle. It's uh, it's a Badlands rifle. Super super nice, and um, I'm bribing her into letting me her let me take it. Um, and so then I would take her rifle. Um, I have uh, I'm taking three boxes of shells. Taking the two buck 110 lightweights that they just came out with. And then I will take my um, pocket knife that I have in my pocket, which is the Columbia River knife and tool. So I'll have three knives with me. And I'll have a carbide sharpener. I'll have my um, Leupold tool. I'll have the blue seven-piece Leatherman that I've had for 16 years with me. And essentially, I'm ready to go hunting. <laughs> so that's that. I'll be all packed wow. tonight. Wow! I'll be completely packed. Wow! I'll have my mystery ranch truck, and I'll have my gun vault, and I will be ready to go. I'm taking my Leica spotting scope, my small one, the 65, and I'm going to take my Leica binoculars. Now, fitter supplies tents. Wall tents. Yep. It's no, it won't be wall tents. Oh. So it'll just be it'll small be, yeah. two-man tents probably. Yep. Because you're moving from day to day. Yeah. Gotcha. <clears throat> I didn't know if you spiked out. So, but I'm ready. So, that's that's. So I've already got my checklist, um, and I'm a light packer. I'm, I'm taking three boxes of shells uh, because we are killing three species if, if possible. So I'm taking three boxes of shells, not two. Normally I would take two, but I'm taking three boxes, and that's what I'm doing. So I am freaking ready to go. I'm going to go shoot three times before I leave. Are we going to shoot tomorrow? And, uh, maybe. Maybe tomorrow morning if we yeah. get up early and go do it. Yeah, I'm, I, 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 I definitely so. am planning on it. I shot a little yesterday. So, yeah. So, that's that's been me. What do you got ready? Um, You know what? My big thing was my rifle. My rifle, uh, I shot my barrel out a week, 10 days ago. Yeah, 10 days ago I shot my barrel out, so I put a new barrel on, changed calibers. And um, 
it's shooting really well, so that's ready. Um, and then I'm just repacking the same stuff I always pack. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna use my down mat seven. I think is that what you have, or you have you have something different, don't you? You have a different down mat. Uh yeah, um, I have the. Uh, I'll tell you. Um, um, I'm gonna use. Uh, yeah, I have the Xped. I'll you, tell you. Xped. You have the Xped Sin mat or something, don't you? Anyway, yeah, I'll tell you. I'll but they're very similar, um, and I have the giant one because I don't like my shoulders falling off my the little narrow mats. And I'm using this will be the third year I'm using a quilt, ten degree down quilt. Um, it's really comfortable. I bring my Nemo Philo pillow. Um, same same exact clothes that I always wear. I'm bringing the. Uh, I'm bringing the mountain, uh, the mountain guide, or not the mountain guide, the the mountain extreme non-insulated. That's what I'm bringing. And I'm bringing three pairs of the same Altera alpaca socks that I always bring. Um, oh, you're taking the Altera. That's what I always wear in those, the big, the the heaviest ones. Heaviest one. Yep. Yeah, see, those pill up for me. I can't do those. I have to wear a thinner sock, so I but need, I like it. Yeah, I need two pair. I bring a third um, in case something goes haywire. But the Alteras are good, and they have a, enough synthetic in them that they keep their integrity really well. They too. keep their – they really hold up their integrity. Um, uh, so I can wear those. I mean, you can wear them for 10 days, and they don't stink. It's crazy. But they get I get enough salt in them that I'll switch them out. And that way I'll, I'll wash one if I have time, but they don't dry very fast. I have the Ultra 7R. You have the Ultra 7R? I, I have the seven the Down Mat 7. Yeah. It's the one I use. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Is, am I not? Am, no, am I? Good, okay, good. So, All right. So, yep. And, um, and I'll be super warm with that. I mean, it's, it's I figured out a long time ago it's almost more important the mat that you have. I'll probably be warm. It was my guess. But I'll have that quilt so I can just leave it open. And Well, I'm a hot sleeper, so the reality is is I don't get cold easy right. when I sleep. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's interesting. Well, my thing is is I have to be ready because I'm living out of a, right. an RV right now. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just rechecking, you know, my, my uh, down mat's been stored for a year, so I'll – not a year, but – for whatever i used it in december i guess i brought it in december it was the last time i used it so i'll fill that up again tonight i put a repair patch kit in it again new one and uh my rifle system is ready to go um i'm going to shoot it i'd like to shoot it two or three more times at long range just to make sure um run make another, sure you get all the misses out of it exactly run another hundred rounds through it uh you know, this weekend maybe. Um, that's ready. She's. Um, um, I got nothing new. Um, <laughs> I really it, don't. It, it really, it, it really is. It's. It makes it easier once you get in a system routine. What are you most? What are you most uh, um, looking forward to? What's the biggest uh, question in your mind right now as you go into it? Because neither one of us has ever been to Yukon. Neither one of us have ever been with this outfitter. And there's always some pondering 
of something unknown that uh, it because that's not unnatural. I mean, that never goes away. What are you thinking about? What what are you going? What what what's the most uh, uh, concerning thing or the biggest question you have? You know, sheep for me have always been difficult. You know, we've never we're not the guys that rolled in and shot a sheep on the first day. Um, we've gone to the. I would like cow. to change that though. In that's case not you true. Know. My bighorn, I shot right away, but. Um. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it it it, it that it all hinges on that. If we were able to go in and find a nice sheep and get it right away, it opens up the rest of the trip to just just uh, amazing cover the country and hunt. <laughs> so your biggest question in your mind is, am I going to get a sheep right away? How, how's it going to play out? And I think that that's actually a normal concern for most people because they're like okay that's 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 the great unknown yeah when is it going to happen is it day one day two day three day four day five and i've had it in extra days where we've had yeah. a hunt extra days right. on a sheep hunt and or you come down to the end and and you didn't get what you were there for i've yeah. had sheep hunts where i put 85 miles on my feet in 10 days and uh walked off the mountain without a ram and you, so you've done it a couple times. Uh, you know, I mean, that's yeah. what I'm saying is we've not usually, you know, on my, like my bighorn, I went in four days earlier or something and I was up in there looking at sheep and I did shoot my sheep on the first day, but I was, but I, but I looked over a ton of sheep. I mean, I saw what 50 rams before I, before the opening morning and I got my ram, but usually it's the struggle bus. We are I like your your doll sheep. The first doll sheep you shot on the alleged last day, but it was a seventeen day hunt, and the, the outfitter had the days mixed up. <laughs> right, it was the second to last day, and he thought it was the last day, and I shot mine on the last day, the last afternoon. Well, wow. and and that's that's the thing. So you don't know, and you know, going yeah. into these, there's a great anticipation. Also, is what's the journey in? Because we all fly out. Into, we we fly out on the ninth. All all three of us in a bush plane. Right. So we're getting dropped in different areas. Right. So um, one of them is going to be above Alpine, the landing strip, and it's not a horseback hunt. It's a um, nobody's been in there for five years, six years. Um, Good luck, have fun, kill a sheep, and we'll see you. Uh, give us a call. So, oh, I do have one other thing that I've got set up that um, I have uh, that uh, I have my sat phone all ready to go. So, yeah, we. I need um, to. I, I I brought my Delorme. We need to because so, you're you're on a different number now. Didn't you get a different SIM card? I did. I have a six oh five number. Oh, you do. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. Yep. I need. So to, I, need I have to, a whole different plan. I need to download um, all that so and, we can communicate. Yeah, my Delorum I basically did away with. I can't find it, to be honest with you. It's like I had it forever. I don't know where the what, hell it's at. What, um, just curious, what optics are you going to be bringing? Well, I'm not even going to tell you because my, my optics. Um, You're not <laughs> taking that. Um, if you take that, if here's the thing. If you take that, you're either a martyr, a dumbass, or an asshole, or one of all three. <laughs> Um, or all three. Um, uh, I mean, why would you take that? Why would you take what? those? This is set up. It's set up oh. for my gun. What is it? Oh, oh then, I got the I got the blue, go ahead, I got the experimental blue tint shit kebab. Oh, binoculars. Then go ahead and take it. Good luck. Have fun. I got rid of my Leicas and oh, my Leicas. Well, why don't you just get a new pair of Leicas out here and program yeah. them before you go? I should. Um, <laughs> my uh, I I have uh, I have my small portable. Uh, 
tripod that I'm bringing. I'm going to bring that, uh, and I, I think I'm going to use all of my spotting scopes are big. Um, I think I'm going to bring my 85. That's my smallest spotting scope that I have right now. I kicked around bringing that little, uh, those little binoculars, seeing if I could use the 16 power binoculars. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm contemplating both of those options. I'm going to run through. I'll probably bring my 85 hmm. spotting scope. Yep. Uh, I got my Mark V. I love my, I love my rifle scope. My rifle scope is freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just great. Yep. Um, the clicks are amazing. The turrets. So just amazing. so everybody knows, he's shooting a Mark Five. Um, uh, three to eighteen. No, three. Three to six. Three six to eighteen. Three six forty four. There you go. So T- uh, um, yeah. MOA mount uh, reticle. So so yeah, we're. Uh, um, I think you know. So that was your biggest question: is what day do you kill it on? And then what uh, about what you? Are you? What are you most excited about? I'm excited about if I could get a Fannin. I really want a Fannin sheep. A Fannin. Yeah, I, I, you know, if I could get a, if I could get a cool old Fannin. You know, this, the areas that we're going to go in haven't been hunted much, and uh, I, you know, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm excited to get up. I'm, I'm excited. We've been working awfully, awfully, awfully hard um, this summer, full of shooting schools, um, lots of. Lots of late nights. I'm excited to get up in the mountains and just you hiking at all. Decompress. Yeah, yeah, you know, they'll be hiking yeah. every day. Even yeah. if you're on horseback, you know you can't summit the mountain or you, you don't. And um, I think they got a wheelchair accessible uh, mountain for Brad. Um, okay. We're hoping. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it's Canada being what it is. Yeah, Canada being what it is. Here's the funny thing. I've been on sheep hunts where they say to you, "Yeah, the the mountains aren't really." steep they're not really bad they're they're just kind of roly-poly well that's kind of bullshit i've never been (laughs) in a sheep country that doesn't have steep uh craggy yucky uh nasty uh you know pitches hogbacks crags that you got to get up into and so the fact of the matter is is mentally um is the hardest thing to do when you prepare for this because it's the unknown and most people quit on uh, this afternoon or tomorrow's day instead of the moment. Does that make sense? So they quit on, oh, if it's going to be like this tomorrow, um, I- I'm not going to make this sheep hunt. If it's going to be like this the rest of the day, I'm not going to make this sheep hunt. And so what they, in my mind, what you have to do is you have to prepare yourself that you just got to change your mindset and lock in on, dude, I'm loving this moment. I'm in the wilderness. It's raining. It's shit out. We're socked in. Dude, I never get socked in at home. There's no getting socked in here. Somebody's always turning the computer on. Are you bringing a tarp? No, I'm not bringing a tarp. I I would assume I got rain gear. I'm sure they'll have something. I'll have a tent to sleep in. Um, I'm, I'm... we vetted this outfitter. They got quality gear. They yeah. got quality outfit. They're a quality group. We've met with the uh, actual um, uh, owner, um, that an operator, three times. Talked to him on the phone a dozen times. Um, no. You yeah. know what I'm most excited about? Freaking riding along. Going on the journey and engaging in my part, which is my part is to be positive. My part is to help find a sheep on the mountain. My part is to help with the camp, 
to get it set up and tore down and to help cook. My part is to tell him what I can and can't do physically if I get into a crisis situation um, on the mountain. So I'm transparent and honest with him. My part is to make the shot, okay, in this order, by the way, okay. Then my part after that is to smile like a mother trucker and get great pictures, okay. And then after that, to help with trophy care and the meat uh, harvesting. And then my part is to get it as much as I can on my back so I'm engaged in the hunt. My part is to run my ass into the dirt as much as I can physically with, uh, um, so when I get home, I'm a better person for going. And my part is no matter what the situation, to be the light of reason and um, enthusiasm in the camp. So I go in well, with those that. Those are 12 um, pretty good. It's a list of 12 pretty good things as a guide for you if you're going into a guided hunt. Right, but that literally, that's what I'm prepared to do. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Because the gear, I got quality gear. I know what I'm taking. I know where I'm at. But what I've done more than anything is just locked my mind into it. That's why I want to be, that's why to, by tomorrow night, um, my gun room hunting area is going to be laid out with everything, completely packed. So then I just stack it all in. And in my mind, I know I have a week. And then my subconscious starts processing. What else do I need? And I, I've already got on Q12 sheep videos that I'll be watching this week that I want to uh, um, watch and just condition my brain to go, okay, and it'll help me. So that's what I'm doing to prepare. I don't know if that helps every, all the listeners, but that's where I'm at. Because what I see most people have a bad time on the mountain, especially wilderness hunts, is they're not prepared to help cook. They're not prepared to help filter water. Yeah. They're not prepared to help go get wood. They're not prepared to um, get off their horse 27 times and check the string. They're not prepared for shit that doesn't go right. They're only prepared for what goes right. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's how you have a bad hunt. Because mm -hmm. then you come home and you go, because you know how many hunts I've ever had to go perfectly right? Sheep none, hunting? None. Yeah. <laughs> this many. Now, you see it on YouTube, and you go, oh, fuck yeah, this is going to be awesome. I'll book a sheep hunt. Right? Excuse me. You better okay. leave that out. <laughs> um, but am I right or wrong? No. Yeah. Usually it's. You know what? It's funny, though. How many of our sheep hunters go shoot the, a sheep the first day? That and went we, right for them. We have tons Praise of them. Jesus. Go out and whack their, whack their 11-year-old ram on the first morning. And they come on, they come on, man, what do you even get on? That's just crazy. No. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, my, uh, I brought my water, I brought a SteriPen to Italy and it died. So I got a new one of those. It's here today because I'm either going to bring it or my, uh, ozone pen. Yeah, I just use my ozone. It hasn't died yet. I know. My, it's been good. And it, it just, it just keeps working and working and working. And, uh, I mean, mine's six years old, five years old. I know. I hope they have them there this year. I'll buy a bunch. Actually, we should just call them. We have a dealership. We should order some in. They're really good for 100 bucks. Oh, my gosh. Um, they just work. Right. Um, the only thing I have to do that I have to get yet is I have to get, like, six of my um, chargers charged. So I have. Uh, Are you bringing I need, six? I, well, I have three. It, I charged three, and they're ready to go. Because it's a horseback hunt. Yeah, I'm planning on bringing six. If they tell me yours is a backpack hunt, 
um, then I'll bring six, but three of them are going in my buddy's, uh, um, which is my guide's pack. Does that make sense? When he's not looking, I'll slip them in there. Um, but, yeah, I don't intend on – um, I intend on going in super light. Yeah, I charged, uh, I charged, recharged both my headlamps. I'm just not night. physically able to not. I, I, I haven't lost as much weight as I wanted to, and my legs are strong, but my legs, they, I don't know how strong they actually are. Yeah, you start putting a bunch of weight on them. Well, the hard part is you don't know the country you're going to be in, too. So you know? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just anticipating, uh, you know, a good time. Now I will tell you, go ahead. That was one of the things you mentioned on that list was to be optimistic. And I think that the guide, it kind of reflects back on the guide. If you're optimistic, the guide kind of brings that back in and you sort of change the flavor of the whole hunt. Well, and the funny thing is, is I've been on hunting camps with pessimistic guides and militant dickheads Mm. that you're almost like a pain in their ass. You're there. Okay. This is what I get paid to do. I get paid to kill a sheep. Don't ask any questions. I'll tell you when it's a good one or not. Um, I'm Mr. Sheep Guide. I'm the biggest. Uh, I'm the biggest f-ing rooster on this mountain, yeah. and you, you, are my chicklet that's way, uh, running behind me, and uh, I'll let you know what I need from you. <laughs> that's pretty rare, though. I know. Well, I don't know how rare it is or isn't. I've had it two out of my eight or ten sheep hunts, so that's 20%. I know. So, uh, you know, when you say it's rare, I don't, I don't know, but that's not an attitude that I embrace. Well, here's, and then I go, oh, wow, high five, brother. Well, the other thing is our guides will be young. Yeah, they, they always are. They're, they're always so, young. And after and so, five sheep, they're the smartest sheep guide you've ever met. Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. And so um, – so what I have found for me of some super optimistic and I'm super engaged in all of the chores that are a part of living in the wilderness. Okay. Then, then I'm not the atypical hunter that's sitting in my tent waiting for my coffee to be cooked in the morning. And then I also can take some Liberty in the fact that I'm also not going to be treated like 11 year old kid. Ah, yeah. By a, 25-year-old, yeah, right. young, dumb, I got this all figured out because I'm the best sheep hunter ever. Right. Does that make sense? 100%. You know how many 24 to 35-year-old sheep guides I've met that are the smartest, best-looking, greatest <laughs> athlete that's mm-hmm. ever hunted because they stay out overnight on a mountain and they're sheep guides? A bunch. Mm-hmm. And so – I get some of these guys that fly into sheep camp that are business people that are the alpha male in their world, and they make decisions that provide greatness for hundreds yeah. and thousands of people in their world every day. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then they go into a sheep camp, and the sheep guide's like 25 years old trying to run them into the ground. Right. So I yeah. go in with this attitude because it helps me. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You're still sour because our last sheep guide was really, really bad. No, I've been. He was, on a, a, I've been he on was a an sheep. epic turd. I've been on a sheep hunt since then. Hmm. That's it. What did What did you do? Eighty five miles oh, in freaking Alaska. That was the next year. That guy. That guy was amazing, though. Yeah. Was that that was up in um, Kamchatka? No, that no. was Alaska. Oh, so you so, really liked your last guy. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He was and he was yeah. he was older, too. What's he? Thirty two. Yeah. And, th- and that's old. Picture that. Yeah. That's an old sheep guide. That old, very old sheep guide. Yep. 
33. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Because so, the, the other guy that left a real uh, turd burger in your mouth yeah, is, but, uh, but, but, <laughs> was 26. Yeah, but actually, actually, I don't think so, Brad. He was is 32. He, oh, oh, he was 32 He was also. 32, too. And so th- yeah. I'm not – but I've had I've – had I've had a – like I know a lot of those sheep guides. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I know. Um, and uh, um, and they, uh, yeah, they're they're just that way, and I'm okay with that because a part of it they have to build that mindset for themselves to be out there and do what they do. Yeah, I'm you know sure there's some of that. So I just look at it, and that's why I carry that attitude. Does okay. That, does that make sense? Yeah. You know, we we're talking about getting ready to go sheep hunting in the Yukon, and that's part of the preparation, I think. Right. And if you're or new to this, if you've not done a lot of this, and you're going into it for the first time, those are that's pretty important stuff to know. Hundred percent, and and I think that that's the thing you can support the most is that attitude and that willingness, and make a list of those. Right. And so, um, I, I just that's the way I look at it. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, you, yeah. you you love you love sitting, you know, tending the fire, brewing coffee, cooking a meal, chopping some wood. I mean. It, you, you know, you want to be part of that. I, I do. I, I enjoy that. Do you enjoy that? Part I do. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean uh, I, you know, it, it's all just part of the, it's part of the, part of the decompression of life. Yeah. You know, get oh, yeah, out. Yeah. A hundred percent. You know, I don't know. I usually sleep amazingly well up there. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. What's the temperature going to be like? Are you anticipating? Well, you know, you the, this it's um, we've been on these where it it ranges from uh 90 unusually hot by the end of the hunt it's snowing. Wow. But so, but for the most same part time it should be a super high pressure area because they have such a short window yeah. and there's a lot of sun and so because there's that much sun right now it pushes high pressure into that area. Um you, you see what I'm saying? So, so to be fair part, weather it this, should this be, year, yeah, yeah, because yeah, it'll be August, you know, and it it could be warm. You're bringing a twenty degree bag. You're bringing a ten degree quilt, mm-hmm. so you prepared for yeah. Which Brian is, I don't know. I I would guess fifteen to twenty degrees hotter sleeper than me anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I probably ten degrees will be mine. Will be colder to me than his will to him. Yeah. So yeah. we fly to Dawson. Dawson um, City today is 80 degrees. Wow. Ten, last night, uh, the low was 55. That's, um, that's so uh, tomorrow, Sunday, it's supposed to be 56 and 73. And then the next, uh, the next week is 50 to uh, 77, 74, 77, 76, 75, 72. So I anticipate we will be at a higher elevation than this. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yep. So I would anticipate. 10 degrees yeah. less. 40 yeah. to 60. Yeah. yeah. And and primarily sunny. Um, and if. if Long over, days. And, yeah. Oh, oh my mean, God. Like, so you, like, it's not about. <laughs> you don't have to get up at the crack of dawn because the crack of dawn and dusk. Are so close. They're on the same crack. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I so, so so like yeah, like yeah. when you're used to like for for us, you know, you gotta you gotta pace yourself because the days are so. I mean, you you just can't. You know, it's not like you wake up and rush to get out there. You know, you yeah. got you got to pace yourself. Hey, <laughs> I want to qualify to the boot thing. Um, 
I, just so everybody knows, um, because because I'm taking Kenetrex, and I think a lot of times we might have listeners that listen to this often, and then they roll their eyes and go, oh, yeah, because you um, and Jim are good friends and you guys sell Kenetrex. And the answer to that question is is when there's a product that you really like and somebody who supports that product that's really good at supporting it, it's hard not to want to use it. Now, I want you to know something. You know this. I, I buy a lot of boots. <laughs> um, I have a new pair of shoes on right now um, that I've had on for the last week, and they're really good. My left foot, okay, because of trauma, the small toe and the toe next to it, you know the nail beds are disintegrated. So they grow in a circle almost. Um, and the one split all the way down to the nail bed, but then it grows out in two. I basically, on my toe next to my little, my pinky toe, I have a split toe, okay? So every about three weeks, I have to pull the toenail out, yank it out of its uh, nail bed. Okay, so thanks it, no, for that. <laughs> no, I, the reason I'm telling you this is because this is what it's came from, yeah. is this adult trauma on my foot and, and living in the mountains like this on these with these packs. So... Right now, I have to have a shoe that supports that foot well enough that um, I, I don't have issues with it. Does this make right. sense? So um, the boots that I've tried this summer to see if they would be better for me because I'm always in search of right. that magic boot, okay? I've tried three different Zomberlands, all right? Not happening. I've tried a Perry Crispies. Not if anybody knows anybody wants some eleven and a halfs because neither one of my kids wear eleven and a halfs or elevens. I have a plethora of hiking boots that somebody should use. Okay, um, Crispies not happening. Um, Arteryx. Oh, I had a pair of Arteryx I got in a month ago, and I went on two five mile hikes with them, and I would give them to some. I'd actually pay somebody to take them. Um, <laughs> they 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 were awful. <laughs> they, they're terrible. Not bad. <laughs> Um, and th well, they are, the, I think they might be built in the same plant as the Scarpas. So it's like walking on a brick. You know what I'm saying? Um, they're, they're awful. For well, the, the boot is extremely Important. personal. Yeah. Oh, personal. It's yes. extremely personal. You have, we got frostbit and you got it bad and your feet are permanently screwed up. Yeah. I have so a you, permanent issue. So you have, you have to be uber careful. My feet are different enough. You have two my, different sizes. I wear two different size boots, um, and uh, it's you got two different size eyes. You got two. I mean, you're kind of a messed up dude. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, I mean, it's it's you. I mean, you're you're always like me. I'm pretty much stuck. Right. I, I have uh, even to the point that my the Kenny tricks that I'm wearing, I'm a little cautious. I don't just wear them willy nilly. Because I don't want to wear the sole out because I'll resole mine because they're two different sizes. Yeah. yeah. And they fit me. They, they work on these. You know, the, otherwise, like on these training hikes, I wear a different ser set, and they're just both 11 and a halfs. And uh, I got a little more slop. But when you start getting the heavy packs, you want everything dialed in. Right. Um, because I got yeah. beat up on the Mexico hunt, too. I was wearing, I was wearing a lack of support and – we just took too much weight, and and even at the end, we had those those young kids that wanted to carry our packs for us. 
They're like, no, you know, I mean, that was, I mean, there was, what yeah, was there, seven guys? I don't guys? understand why I didn't let him do it, no. There were like, seven guys dude, that were I'll walk out that. with no pack on. <laughs> it's funny, in three years, how your perspective changes. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think uh, the boots, for me, are the biggest part of getting ready. And so, I'm, I'm rolling on the boots um, yeah, I'm gonna regrease mine tonight. I'm 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 set, man. You were gonna explain the Kenetrek connection to that. Oh, so the Kenetreks for me have a toe box with my eye arch because I have a high arch and the support. So the reason I know what I'm doing now is because my Kenetreks I will hike with every day from right now till the time I leave, and so I'm off. I'm rocking them. My feet muscle memory everything out of those things i'm ready to go the other reason is is i've seen guys and i've experienced it myself when you change the boot that you work out in the week or two and then or you work out in a different boot and then you get on the mountain i've experienced leg cramps and foot cramps uh, and trauma from new from boots that aren't your foot's not used to them it's just you know so these muscles there's a lot of impact on your walking do you see what i'm saying and so i would i would encourage that if you're going in a sheep camp that the last week or two before you go in you don't do any heavy workout without that boot on that you're going in because it to me it it works i find a better experience because i don't want my legs cramping up from a new boot that it wasn't used to having weight on because my feet are so critically sensitive to that type of change my left foot's just terrible i've been getting like every time i try a new shoe at night i wake up and my foot's just locked up turned in a cramp well to to that point i've tried so many different systems and once you find what's really works for your foot like for me i'm not too excited about venturing out anymore I've got my yeah, system. Yeah, you, you, you got it. Works. It works. Yeah. It's just dialed in. And I'm always looking for something because I'm trying to figure out something to fix if there my was, If there was an improvement for you. There's an improvement. I get it because, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're on the struggle bus with those yeah, always, dogs of yours. Always. And so, so yeah. So it's it's just you know it's just information for you if you're out there listening and it doesn't even it doesn't even need to be a sheep hunt any type of wilderness hunt maybe you're going on in that western backpack because I'll tell you this last year I didn't have a sheep hunt but we hunted 21 days in the Black Hills of South Dakota and we were on our feet every day four or five six miles hiking back in there chasing freaking elk well, and up we to were 11 miles. running what's that uh, one day was up to 11 11 miles, miles. Yeah. Yep. and so that's not a light day we we're 11 miles going up and down and over chasing and some of that some of that stuff was roughly equivalent to oh, a sheep. sheep hunt yeah my heart some rate was up a couple <laughs> times because you're trying to catch up to them and you're going straight up in four-wheel drive and right. slipping down and dave's built like a brick house uh, you know with a tile roof on it um and not bad for a fused ankle and a oh blown my god up knee. that guy can can go <laughs> he's He's built so, to go in the mountains, isn't he? Yeah, and he and he's kept himself in amazing shape. Yeah, and uh, I mean his core is, I mean, it's three times stronger than mine. Yeah, you know, I mean he is just many many years of boxing has developed. His but he's core. still in the gym though. Yeah. I mean, you know, well, I did squats two days ago, and I did, I ran. You know, he's in the gym every day, yeah. and I'm embarrassed to say my gym's been my business for the last you know seven eight years again. And uh, um, so I'm not in that kind of shape. But you wore the same boot system, basically. You you wore non-insulated last year. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So you got the same system. You fall, you're falling back to the exact same system well, yeah, that you've I, had. I the have last my go to. Yeah. What I'm saying is my go to, if you didn't find something better, give back to your go to yeah. within a couple of weeks before you go. The only thing I'm adding new is uh, I would say I'm using new rain gear this year. Yeah, and I used that rain gear last year. And you really liked it. Yeah, it the, the, the jacket's the super nice. That's the Paramount? Yeah, mm-hmm. this is the best rain gear I've ever used, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm super happy yep. with it. So, Brian, what is the most unknown question you have going in? Well, what, what is day one for me? Um, <laughs> Same question. <laughs> Same question. Same damn question, that. isn't What's it? What's day one for uh, me? Because I'm anticipating it won't be the first day I'm in the field, but what is my day one when I kill? Um, that, that's the biggest day for me because everything else falls into place. Yeah. Because I've, I have been on sheep hunts. Now my last sheep hunt didn't go so well and you get 85 miles and not seeing, you see one three quarter curl Ram, um, you know, in a historically phenomenal place. Historically. Oh, wow. And we're going to a historically phenomenal place too. Yeah. So I'm, I'm once bitten twice shy right now. Um, and I'm in, I, there's a lot of anticipation for me. Now, the only thing I like about this hunt better is that there's, there's a couple nuances or components in this scenario that creates a different hunt, which is caribou tag, grizzly tag. Right. Because now I'm in there first day, and I see a giant, humped, big, male, silver-tipped hair grizzly. And I've never killed a grizzly, and I'm Shane McGowing in it going, dude, maybe I will get my top yep. 29. Um, <laughs> does that make sense? 100%. So now I got choices that are a part of this equation that I wasn't anticipating on just a sheep hunt. Well, and the other thing is maybe it's foggy. Maybe then you're not sheep hunting that day because you can't get up in the high stuff and you're hunting down on the, in the bottoms. Right. Right. I mean, that's the cool thing about having multiple tags. And then, and then we're sitting in camp and we look out and there's a 440-inch caribou that eats up two days of your sheep hunt. Nah. Yeah. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Well, you're killing it and then yeah. taking care of it. Yeah. And, and maybe a day um, or an afternoon. I don't – you just never know. Those are variables that – those are decisions. How long is this make. hunt? Seven days? Ten. No, 10 days. 10 days, okay. 10 days is kind of the minimum on these hunts. Uh-huh. So, so yeah. yeah, and they have giant mountain caribou I talked to. So I talked to uh, one of our other sheep guys that has a different species sheep, and he goes, dude, because he was the one that wanted me to come up this year, and he goes, you got to get up here. I want a, I want you to kill a ram, and you'd have a picture in, my, in your phone from my camp with this ram. And I'm like, brother, I would love to do that. But I have this hunt. He goes, why'd you book that? And I said, I booked it three years ago, pal. And he's like, oh, he goes, that's going to be a good hunt. Because he, he hunted there last he year. He goes, I hunted years there ago. two years ago over COVID when nobody could go. And he goes, I know right where you're at. He said, I hunted there. He goes, just so you know, I've killed the number eight all-time uh, caribou there. He goes, I would definitely have a caribou. He goes, I killed a 467-inch bull there. Whoa. Yeah. And wow. I'm like, Whoa. I'm like, so now I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so when you say, um, and then there's some other things on this. We have, we have, you know, Scott Palmer's going in here next year. Yeah. Um, we have a couple other hunters going in here next year. So, you know, there's, there's, there's more to when we roll in and there's more to it than, cause we have vetted and we just haven't been there personal. So when you ask me what I'm excited about, 
I'm excited about a whole ton, but I do want to know what my first day is going to be. Yeah. Is it going to be day right. five, day seven? <laughs> what, 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 what's Because I'm not anticipating I kill a ram on the day one. Yeah. Now, would I love to roll in and there's a band of 12 rams sitting around the corner? Sure takes the pressure off. <laughs> you damn right. <laughs> I, would love, I yeah. would love to have a first day ram. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be freaking fun. And yeah. then you're eating you got fresh <laughs> meat. Oh, oh, oh dude. Dude, it would just be like, yes, let's go caribou hunting, grizzly bear hunting. Let's just see what we find now. Yeah. And then if you're not turning anything up and it's warm and the caribou just are not moving and they're way, way up high and, and you're not seeing anything, you know what? Then, hey, I heard Brad killed too. All right, let's go back to main camp and see Brad. Let's split wood and <laughs> hang out and have fellowship and eat. Yeah. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm that, I guess I'm, listen, I'm looking forward to the whole thing. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm looking forward to least? Mm, the mosquitoes. Oh, I didn't think about that. Maybe it is. <laughs> Maybe that would <laughs> what, be it. What it would it be? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to burst your bubble. You were no, I, probably on thinking, the way to something now else. Now I'm thinking about the mosquitoes. <laughs> um, I don't know, actually. I, I don't think there's one part of it I'm not looking forward to. I oh, like, okay. I like the flights in. Yeah, food. food's going to be good. I, you they know take what? care of all that. Yeah, I, I'm just looking forward to it all the way across. Yeah. You know, I like even the overnight in Calgary. Um, we're gonna go eat a great steak. Eat at the keg. I, I love, I uh-huh. love, I love Calgary. Um, I love, uh, you know, I've never seen, I've never been to Dawson. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to Whitehorse the night. Gold, Whitehorse. gold mining up there, a lot of it. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm I actually, I'm looking forward to the whole damn thing. Yeah. Wow, it's exciting. I'm looking forward to not being in the office for 10 it, days. It'll be good. <laughs> there you go. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to not. Yeah. Hey, Brian. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to a lot of it. Yep. I got one big thing to get done off my box, a checklist, and I'm ready to go. So I'm hoping everybody else is ready to go. So I don't know. You know, do you think podcasts like this help? Oh, absolutely they do. Yeah, just kind of going through your mind and what we might. Sh- we should go through everything that we use when we get back, and cause just do an evaluation. Yeah, because we we do we uh, all my stuffs. Oh, I know one thing I'll use. I have a uh, um. I have the uh, what's that the dehydrated food we have out here uh, peak. base camp peak, peak refuel peak, peak refuel. refuel. So the peak refuel, right when they came out, I don't know if it was them or not. Maybe it, no, actually it wasn't them. Are so whoever made it REI has a spoon, a spork, and it's this long. And it's either aluminum or a titanium or something. It's yeah. super light. I mean, Peak has one, too. Yeah, that, that's the same one I have. Yeah. So, you know what I'm, I'm looking forward to? I'm looking forward to eating with that puppy. <laughs> um, because Those little things. Be, because, <laughs> because there's nothing better than a Peak refuel or a Mountain House at the end of the day. Yeah. When yeah. you are so famished, you've sweat, you've been cold, you've physically exerted yourself – and you can have a blueberry crumble um, uh, bag of Ooh. dehydrated crap. It's uh, really <laughs> it's good. It tastes pretty good. Yeah. You got that big <laughs> fork. You get in there. You mix it all up. Get it out of the corners. I'm looking oh, forward wow. to that, too. But wow. it's, yeah. it's the experience, yeah. isn't it? Uh, of course. But yeah. I know right where that's at in my lid. Yep. Yep. Wow. I'm looking forward to having coffee out of my uh, retractable bowl. I got oh, yeah. my mug already. I got a bunch of my own. I'll bring my own coffee. Yeah. I'm bringing 
I'm bringing Pedialytes and I'm bringing Liquid IV. Uh, I'm going to do the. I'm going to get a little more on top of my cramp problems that I get. Yeah, I have my instant yeah. coffee ready. Uh, I, I do have to grab some. Uh, I have to do. I have to grab some uh, sugar lights or whatever crystal lights. The, the super loaded caffeine ones. I like the pink lemonade. Yeah. The yeah. zero. You know they don't have a lot of sugar in them, but they have all those electrolytes and stuff. And I like that. I got. Uh, um, I got my stack of. Uh, um, gummies thc loaded no i'm teasing um i got my stack of gummies so get a bunch of charge off of those caffeine gummies those will get you going fast (laughs) (laughs) it's funny because i I got such a it's like almost like what i'm excited about is getting into the mountains so i can live that routine Mm because i have a routine that i know i have in the mountains that i've built um no matter what it's been elk hunting deer hunting you know just mountain wilderness hunting and i got that routine and i know i'll have my two cups of coffee okay that'll be awesome and then my first snack i'll do one of those uh gummies with the caffeine gummies and then i'm ready till four or five in the afternoon yeah i'm ready to go i'm just except it's daylight at 4 a.m Oh, it's daylight. It'll be daylight. Pretty much it'll be, it just gets dust. But you get the of. best sleeps ever because yeah. your body's so exhausted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you don't go past the point, sometimes if I, so, like. Yeah, well, you're a you're a body jumper, like quiver type. Like, I do, you yeah, get, I do. You get, yeah, I, I just, I fall. I am out. No, like when I shot my, when I shot my sheep, it was straight freaking up for 10 hours to the horses. And I got home and I, I got to to the tent that night i did not sleep well at all i get if i get too tired that's bad so anyway well i i do hope this helps um you're exactly right i didn't mean to interrupt you but i'm just thinking out loud uh, yeah i hope these are good i hope this helps for people going in doesn't matter if you're going whitetail hunting deer hunting uh uh for uh, in the mountains or whitetail hunting on the uh, cornfields of iowa um get a plan get your system in place get it all laid out get prepared preparation and communication is 100 percent of success in every scenario and uh so i always like to be prepared and i like to know how to communicate and uh and that doesn't mean always with words you know how do you communicate to your approach to this thing and what i found out that helps me on any type of adventure hunt or any type of travel is when i'm locked in mentally to going I can roll with whatever because I'm prepared. I have myself right. taken care of. Yep. Then I don't get I, I don't get off the reservation emotionally. You know what I'm saying? I, I just don't melt down, and uh, um, and it's easy. Are we uh, mounting so, a new scope on a new rifle right now? I probably I don't know. I'm th- still thinking about what to do with that. <laughs> so, well, um, let's let's wrap this podcast up and talk about it. <laughs> Brad's ready to go do rifles. So anyway, well, hey, we appreciate you listening. Go to rollingbones.com, rollingbones.com. Check out our membership. We are built to help you. We are not an exclusive company or exclusive club. We're an inclusive club, and we would love to involve you in helping you get on your next adventure, no matter what that is. From Alaska to Nebraska to Chickenstand to Texas, we got you covered. Fishing, hunting, and everything in between with adventure travel, we can help. Adventures, applications, and academies, we want to help you get better for your next endeavor. All right, until next time, stay safe, be healthy, and happy hunting.